Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 4 is entitled The Road to Totalitarianism. The road to totalitarianism is sometimes subtle and begins in seemingly innocuous ways. The pharaohs were first called kings. From kings they moved to pharaohs, and from pharaohs as absolute rulers to pharaohs as gods. When they were perceived as gods, that gave them total power over the people, and they ruled by fear and superstition. In England, Henry VIII was the supreme head of the Church of England, and people were taught the divine right of kings. One cannot have absolute power unless he rules both the body and the spirit. A monarch who wants absolute rule must be both God and king, or he must do away with God altogether. A king, of course, is not necessarily evil. The evil lies in the weaknesses of men. We all remember Lord Acton's statement, Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. One may have a king and still be free if the king is equitable. Freedom depends upon just laws applied equally to everyone. Total freedom depends upon obedience to the laws of God, referred to as the Ten Commandments. When the laws of man are in harmony with the laws of God, regardless of the ruler, man can be free. Unchecked power always leads to totalitarianism. One king, for example, may be just. However, history has shown that somewhere in the line of kings will rise a king who is unjust. And just one unjust ruler can destroy freedom. Under a king, the threat of slavery is always only one generation away. The United States is unique because of the balance of power. Under our Constitution, no president can become king. Our leaders are not based on birth, but upon the voice of the people. If we lose our balance of power, we will lose our freedom. It will be inevitable. All heads of government rule by power. What sets America apart is free elections. Remove free elections and democracy will fall. Any corruption of the election process will be the death of democracy. In addition to free elections are term limits on the president. We would do well to impose term limits on Congress. Added to that, of course, we have a binding constitution and a bill of rights. They must be protected at all costs or freedom is lost. One of tyranny's first efforts will be to destroy the election process. In our electronic age, it is quite possible to have the illusion of a free election, when in fact our votes are secretly stolen from us. Stealing an election is an act of treason and should be punished as such. Socialism and communism cannot build their empire on the foundation of a democratic republic. The only way they can gain power is to destroy the foundation of our freedom and from its ashes build a new empire. They cannot, as the scriptures say, put new wine into old bottles. The social democrats today are not trying to patch up our democracy or improve our constitution. That will not work. They must destroy our Constitution and Bill of Rights, destroy our balance of power, destroy the election process, and destroy term limits. Only that way can they remain in power. Their first step must be to remove the Ten Commandments and Christianity. That is their greatest barrier. They have already won the battle with the press. 
The press is merely an extension of the democratic socialists. In the Liberal Party, there are no dissenting voices. Like sheep, they vote the way they are told. If the Liberal Party gains power in the executive branch, in the legislative branch, and in the judicial branch, and in the press, then it will be the same as a king or czar or monarch or communist ruler. The power, regardless of the number of people holding it, will be ruled by one voice. Congress, the press, and large corporations, like puppets, are all pulled by the same strings. As is demonstrated by Congress, they speak with one voice. The liberal left is vigorously trying to appoint judges to the Supreme Court, who also speak only with one voice. We have already seen from the Obama administration that when a liberal holds the highest office, both the Congress and the President speak with one voice. In addition, they use the terms of power to enforce their agenda, such as the IRS, the FBI, the Justice Department, and other arms of the government, including the post office. Having power over the press and the social media, they are systematically getting America to speak with one voice. In addition, they have Hollywood, the blacks, the unions, the immigrants, most people of color, the gays, the liberals, the environmentalists, the socialists, the communists, the women, the poor, the judges, the welfare recipients, the college students, the colleges and universities, the youth, the disenfranchised, the illegals, the prisoners, and anyone else whom they can convince are victims of evil whites. They are also supported by big corporations and big business who wield power over their employees. In addition, social media censors the voice of conservatives and courts the voice of liberals. Never have politics been so polarized. The day will come when there will be no undecided. All will join one side or the other. That spells the end of a democratic republic. Christianity still stands in the way, and the Ten Commandments are one of the biggest threats. If they can remove Christ from our nation, they can win. In fact, the rest will be easy. There will be no barriers to political correctness. Political correctness is the new Sermon on the Mount. Mount Washington, that is. They must remove three things. Self-reliance, absolute values, and self-evident truths. In every way, those three attributes oppose their agenda. First, we must understand that socialism is not the issue. Power is the issue, and absolute power is the goal. Of course, they can't say that. In fact, they will vehemently deny it. But you must look beyond the words and judge the consequences. Why are they leading us into bankruptcy? Why do they want to do away with Social Security? Why do they want to change the Constitution? Why do they attack with such ferocity any nominee for the Supreme Court who opposes their agenda? Why do they viciously attack anyone who disagrees with their policies, calling them homophobic, xenophobic? How many of you knew the meaning of xenophobic until the liberals introduced it? Misogynist, Islamophobic, etc. Why do they want to socialize medicine? Why do they want chaos in the streets? Why do they support Black Lives Matter? Why are they fanatical about separation of church and state? Why do they want to remove all Christian symbols from our land? Why do they want to disrupt the election process, removing voter ID, encouraging mail-in voting, opening the doors to fraud? Why do they encourage riots, violent demonstrations, and anarchy in the streets? Why are they defunding the police? Why are they encouraging racism, 
division, hatred, class warfare, hatred against whites, hatred against men, hatred against religion, hatred against conservatives. Why do they want to destroy our borders, have sanctuary cities, protect illegal immigrants, give driver's license to non-citizens, distort history, encourage the destruction of statues, destroy traditions, corrupt language? The list, of course, doesn't end. However, they are all tied together by the same theme, anarchy. Only by destroying our republic can they build a new form of government. To be our savior, there must first be an atmosphere of fear, widespread discontent, and total disruption. They know that defunding the police will lead to anarchy in the streets. They know that gangs will rule the land and fear will be in every home. They want mobocracy, revolution, lawlessness, insurrection, riot, rebellion, and disorder. Otherwise, they cannot be our saviors. The answer is that it promotes chaos, and they want to be our saviors by introducing a new system because they claim the old system doesn't work. A system they systematically destroyed. Apathy can only be overcome by discontent. They create failure and then blame the failure on the old system. They know unless they live in willful ignorance and lazy obtuseness that their actions will cause the downfall of our nation. That must happen before they can build a new world order. They also know that chaos cannot be a permanent fixture and that absolute power in the hands of a few will be the only way to solve the problem. People do not like uncertainty. Democracy requires the heart of a lion. When hearts fail, a savior is needed. The liberals know that people will accept totalitarianism if it promises release from present danger. A visible threat generates more fear than an invisible enemy. They will unleash a dragon to kill a mouse if the mouse roars loud enough. Someone said that a writer doesn't finish. He simply abandons his work. I must abandon this essay or it will go on and on and on because it doesn't begin to describe everything that is happening today to destroy our liberty. Perhaps someone will write a detailed analysis of just how the social democrats are destroying our democratic process. I fear they will do it after the fact and it will be merely an epitaph. But it is not over yet. We can yet be a people with strong values and compassionate hearts who wisely exercise their constitutional rights to elect leaders who vow to maintain our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.